strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam. And if you're watching this live, thank you so much for joining myself and my guest, Julie Riley. Today, we are going to talk about live streaming. I'm so excited to have Julie on as my guest today because. Um, it took me a long time to get started with this show. And even though I know so many tips and tricks, I'm excited to learn more from Julie. So if you're watching here live, make sure you let us know where you're watching us from and on what channel we're going live on Facebook, in our group, um, on YouTube, on Twitter, and of course on LinkedIn. So um, if you're watching this on the replay, put in hashtag replay so we know that you're watching this. And if you have questions, of course, ask them and we'll try to answer them live. So let me um, bring in Julie. Hi, Julie. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, it's Julie Riley. Uh, Riley's R-I-L-E-Y if you want to look her up. Julie, and let me just go ahead and read your bio so everybody knows who you are, Julie. Julie Riley is a social media manager for StreamYard, and she loves everything about marketing. Yay! She has been working in digital marketing since 2007 while working at a Harley-Davidson dealer. Since then, she's worked with many different projects, including owning a social media marketing agency. Her experience includes um, e-commerce, SEO, social media marketing, chatbots, live video production. The list goes on. Julie has received awards from the um, American Marketing Association, which is a chapter in 2000. 2019's Marketer of the Year, was nominated for the 2019 Women Who Lead program by the Wichita Business Journal, and was nominated for Small Business of the Year by Small Business Association. Julie, that's a lot of accolades. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. It was it was a crazy ride that year. It was all 2019, and it kind of all just went crazy, uh, you know, and it was, it was awesome, though. That's that's great. So right now, you are the social media manager for StreamYard. So let's get started. StreamYard, live streaming, they go together. So uh, we're not going to beat about a, uh, around the bush there. I use StreamYard for this new show. And I've been using StreamYard for about two years to stream live weekly um, for one of my clients um, into a Facebook group. So I'm very familiar with the tool when I wanted to start my show. I was like, StreamYard all the way. So let's talk a little bit about what StreamYard is what it does, and then we'll go right into tips. So we've got about 20 minutes today. If you're listening to this on the podcast, um, 20 minutes of listening, the best tools for live streaming, um, and of course, podcasting, because with this tool, you can also get um, audio files. So Julie, I'm going to let you talk. Yeah. Go ahead. So the tagline, the easiest way is to say StreamYard is the easiest way to create professional looking live streams. Okay. So that's the fancy way of saying with StreamYard, you can add in your own professional branding. You can create this look like what you have with the background, with your logo, um, without it just being you on Facebook or you on uh, 
Twitch or you on YouTube with without all of the look that really steps that stream up. It allows you to have the intro video like you did with your countdown timer. Um, but what where the magic really happens with it is that you can multi-stream. So there are lots of tools out there that can do this. I'm going to be biased and say this is my favorite, of course. Uh, but what it will allow you to do is stream to Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Facebook groups, groups, Facebook pit profiles. Uh, I, I know I'm missing a couple in there, but you can also then connect RTMP, which is, um, I, I cannot think of what it stands for. It's a long thing. But basically what that does is allow you to then push out to other places that can pull in a stream. Um, so like Amazon Live, things like that. Um, you get all of your commenting in. So if somebody's commenting on Facebook and then somebody's commenting on YouTube, you don't have to then have separate devices open trying to read the comments on each of those devices and looking wherever you're trying to see them all at. They're bringing them all right into the studio. You can bring those comments up on screen. You can interact and talk with your audience. So it creates this two-way conversation across multiple platforms. And then, like you said, if you're a podcaster, it allows you to not only download your audio, but download the individual audio tracks. So if you had a guest who their mic settings weren't quite high enough or they were too high and you needed to do some post-production um, adjustments or you needed to go edit something out, you have those individual audio files that you can do all of that with. And it, it just makes it so much easier. And we want this to be simple um, and not complicated because there are some live streaming tools out there that are very complicated. Um, I say, you know, you don't need an engineering degree for this one. Yeah. So, so for those of you that are watching or watching or listening or for the replay, so for somebody who's been a user for about two years, so as soon as this show is over, right, as soon as Julie and I hit the end broadcast button, I can go to my past shows. There's a tab right here in StreamYard and allows me to download this video file or audio file. And um, then I can start repurposing, right? Because yes, live streaming is all about live and getting the comments and knowing where people are from. Good morning. We have a, so we're going to demonstrate uh, what you were just saying. So there's a comment and boom, we can bring it up on screen. Mm -hmm. Somebody on LinkedIn is watching live, says good morning. And then you can have that conversation with people. Um, so Julie, we, we really wanted to bring this back to basics. We were in the green room discussing this. It took me four years of doing this for a client in a private Facebook group to finally say, guess what? I'm just going to do this and you know, show my audience how it's done. Give business tips live streaming tips, social media tips, talk about content strategy. And live streaming is a content strategy, correct? Yes, definitely. Um, you know, and it's one of those that I think should be a part of everybody's content strategy because there's so much you can do with it. Um, and I, I've heard so many businesses and people say, but I don't really have anything to talk about. My business is boring. Let me tell you, I have a very good friend Roger Wakefield, I know there are a lot out there who know him. He is a plumber, guys. He goes live every single day. If a plumber can find interesting content to talk about and, and to put a message out there live and, and every day, because that's phenomenal. I couldn't even do every day, I don't think. But, um, you know, that means that there is a content piece there for every business. 
Uh, and what's beautiful about it is that you can do so much with it. Like you said, you're going to turn around and repurpose this. You can use this into a blog if you wanted. You could use this into a podcast. So you can take one piece of content and make multiples out of it and actually simplify your whole content strategy process. That's right. So let's talk about tips. In the green room, we were talking about, look at your beautiful background, right? You've got it all set up. You do a lot of live streaming. Of course, you work for StreamYard. That makes sense, right? Um, I'm in an office in Vermont, and I actually told you that the reason I do this in the morning at 10 a.m., because that gives me the best light. I'm in an office with two windows. Um, it's winter right now by like 4, 4.30 if I'm in a meeting, the sun kind of goes down, it gets dark in my office. So I decided that I wanted natural light. I also have nothing in the background right now. It's actually a wall, kind of wanted to show you all. I'm actually with my back up against the wall that gives me, it's, it's white, it gives me the best options. Now, if I wanted to push my desk forward and build something like you have behind you, um, that could work as well, but it could be very, really simple. Um, if you're in a more um, general place or a, a, in a shared office, Julie, do you have any tips for live streaming when you either share an office or space or you're in an office that you know, might be messy or you don't have a nice background, what are some options of what people can do? Yeah. So first of all, I want to tell people, don't let looking at a background like mine go, oh my gosh, I don't have that. Now I can't, I, I can't go live because you don't have to. So you don't have to have the fancy equipment and the fancy lighting. You can work with what you have. Um, for years, I did work out of a shared office with my business partner when I had my agency. Um, and we had our desks facing each other. So she worked facing me with a wall behind her and I worked facing her with a wall behind me. And when we needed to go live, that was exactly what we did was we would just use the wall that was behind us. Um, for a while, there was very little uh, stuff behind us. We did angle things for a while because we had some beautiful windows um, and we had some uh, stuff designed there. But it took us time. When I moved to my home office, I didn't have this set up initially. Again, I kind of stuck things in my office and worked with what I had. And over time, I played with it a little bit and I adjusted a little bit. And I didn't go buy any of this for live streaming other than the LED strip light. The blue light is the mm -hmm. only thing I bought. And I think it was like $20 on Amazon, guys. Mm -hmm. It wasn't expensive. Everything else were shelves I already owned. Um, books I just put on the bookshelf and little knickknacks that I slowly just worked with. So you can start with the space you have. The things I say is just be mindful. So for a while, I was live streaming out of my dining room area because um, I didn't have my office set up. It was a spare room and there wasn't space in there. But what I realized was in my dining room area, I had a sliding glass door in front of me. So I couldn't face I, or on one side and my kitchen on the other. So if I tried to sit with the dining room door behind me, then it created that silhouette effect. The lighting was really horrible. Mm -hmm. So if I mm -hmm. turned to the other side, though, I had the kitchen behind me. So I just had to remember that before I went live, I had to go clean my kitchen. <laughs> Nobody wants, you know, so just be mindful of little things. You don't have sure. to go out of your way to do a ton. But also don't go live with a pile of dirty dishes behind you if you can avoid it. <laughs> you know, go bury them in the sink at least if you need to. So it's just taking that time before you go live. You turn the camera on and look at what your surrounding is and go, okay, is somebody going to sit there and nitpick 
you know, a glass that was left behind me or some dirty dishes or the bad a wine bottle, a wine bottle, a mm-hmm. liquor bottle, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that, that could happen. So, so that's the visual. Does StreamYard have any virtual backgrounds? We do. Um, so actually I think I could go in and even adjust my own right now. And I could say, okay, I don't have a good background. I'm in a horrible place. I'm going to now make my background this fancy apartment. Now, when you use the virtual backgrounds, you do want to make sure your lighting is really good um, and that you don't have, I would actually turn off all the other lights behind me um, Mm -hmm. and turn on my overhead light. I don't have that on. That would reduce these spots that keep showing up. Yeah. Um, And the other thing is, is if you have a higher back chair, you would want to use a lower back chair because that'll catch the edges of it. But the virtual background, you know, if you get into the right setting and into the right movement, it works really well. That's awesome. So that's, that's the, that's the view, the lighting. Let's talk about audio. Um, I noticed that unlike me, uh, you have a mic in front of you. I have earbuds. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go live streaming and when you get started, do you need anything fancy? What do you need? What do you have? Um, and let's talk a little bit about sound. Yeah. So I did not start with the fancy microphone. I'm using the Shure MV7 now and I love it. I didn't get this microphone until about a year ago. Prior to that, I was using a um, Blue Yeti, which is about $100. Prior to that, guys, I was using a $15 lavalier mic from Amazon. And prior to that, I was probably using the Apple earbuds. So you don't need all of the fancy equipment, again, to get started. You start with what you have, and you slowly can work your way up into what your budget allows or into what your needs are. For a long time, I needed just the little lavalier mic because most of my live streams were actually on the go. And so carrying around a big microphone was not going to work on the go. I was going to have be lugging that in my backpack, and it was going to end up broken. Um, and so, so that you make a good point. You can, you, can you use, um, StreamYard to live stream live from your phone? You can. On the go. Yeah. You can take it mobile. Um, we do recommend the desktop. It is your best option, but for years, uh, I had a live show out of a pub every Friday. Uh, it was a local brewery and we live stream there every single Friday and it was, uh, done on our phones and we would just connect the lavalier mic, pull it across the table. So we had at least a mic sitting in front of us. So the phone could be further back. And that was all we needed. Um, I do recommend, especially if you're going to have guests on your show that you do have headphones, StreamYard has an option that um, will reduce, it's called echo cancellation. So if you did not have headphones in, it would reduce that echo feedback that your mic is picking up your guest audio. But it is ideal to have headphones. Um, I get commented all the time. People are like, but you don't have headphones in. And, and I will say, guys, again, I, I, I'm a sucker for a good budget and for a good affordability. These are the Me, M-E-E. Let me pull out the little, oh, here it is. So Me. Um, and they are just clear in-ear headphones that were $13 on Amazon. Again, I like, wow. I like affordability. That's awesome. I might have yeah. to get myself a pair like that. That's awesome. That's really great. Yeah. And you can't tell that you wear them, you know, no, I mean, I, unless I turn. Yeah. 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 You can't tell. All right. That's awesome. So um, we've talked about um, a little bit about where you can go live stream. So 
Um, how do you choose that, right? So say your audience is really great on LinkedIn and your focus is on LinkedIn. Should you still go try these live streams and make them go to your Facebook page or YouTube, um, Twitter, you, you know, Twitter, you, you mentioned <laughs> Stitcher, you mentioned some different places. Like, should, should somebody do that? Should you say, well, let's just go live on LinkedIn and then see what are kind of standard practices for somebody yeah. when they get started? So I think there's there's a lot of ways you could go about this. I think one is, of course, figure out where your audience is spending their time. If your audience is predominantly on LinkedIn, then that needs to be your number one place you're choosing. But if you have an audience on Facebook, put it on Facebook as well, because you're going to catch people, especially the way Facebook notifications work and LinkedIn notifications, they're all different. And somebody may be on Facebook at that moment when they go live and they get that notification that, hey... We're live and they're going to go, oh, I forgot they were going live. I'm going to go watch that because they happen to be there in the moment and get that notification. Um, and then building out these other platforms, starting to build your watch time like on YouTube, starting to build that audience there. It's just one more piece that you can add to building your content library in these places. So I do recommend doing them in multiple places. However, there's also some interesting strategies of saying this is exclusive to my LinkedIn audience if you really want to pull them over there and build that audience. But then you need to make sure you're spending the time to go promote in all of the other places so they have the reminders, so they know to come there. Um, one other thing that you can do that is something with StreamYard is you can start out your live everywhere and then say, okay, guys, now the rest of this content for the rest of this show is going to be exclusive to members of my group. So if you want to hear the rest of, you know, Julie's tips, you need to make sure you're a member of my group. So go join my group and we're going to end the live everywhere else. So make sure you're jumping in the group to watch the rest. So then you can start to create that exclusive content because StreamYard will allow you to stop a stream on select locations um, while you're live. So oh. I could... Yeah, I you can go up to the top. That. You could go up to the top to where you have your little icons for each of your places, and you could click on each of those and end the stream in just those locations and then leave one running. Oh, wow. Lisa says, I know Lisa uses, I think Lisa uses StreamYard. She says, great insight. I did not know that. I love that strategy. Mm -hmm. That is, that's like, wonderful tip. You that create is that great. teaser out there that gets everybody like hooked into your stream. You provide that a little bit and then you're like, okay, but now we're shutting it down for the rest of you. Sorry, you got to be over here. That's lovely. And you know, that's, you could structure your show that way, right? You could structure it. So in five minutes, I'm going to introduce Julie. I'm going to tell her all the tips, you know, what she's going to talk about. We'll have Julie give one tips and then we're going to end it and everything else will be right there in the group. I love that. That is brilliant. So um, Julie, that is great. I have some rapid fire questions for you before I leave. I know that you have a lot more tips about live streaming guys. If you want to connect with, um, Julie, I put her, um, this is Julie's LinkedIn. I grabbed that for her. Um, so that you guys can connect with Julie. If you want to know more about StreamYard, go to StreamYard 
Um, make sure that you, know, you you check that out. Julie, is there a free, is there a trial for StreamYard that people can try it out? There is not, but if they, re well, we do, you have to reach out for it. Um, but if you reach out to me directly, you can message me, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, any of the places, message me if you want a free trial um, and I will get you set up with that. Okay, that is fantastic. So Julie, I've got um, three rapid fire questions and then we're gonna wrap this up. This has been an amazing, I just love all the tips you gave. And if you're watching this or listening to this on the podcast and you have been hesitant about getting started, it took me four years, like I said, to do this for a client to get started on my show. I wasn't afraid of the camera, but there were a lot of other pieces that held me back. Getting started is pretty easy. There's a lot more tips here. Come to our Facebook group where I can share more things. Here is the link to the Facebook group. It's called Strategy Talks Community. Um, but Julie, win the lottery or land your dream job? Land my dream job. All right. Emails or conversations? Conversations. Book smarts or street smarts? Street smarts. All right. I love that. Julie, thank you so much. We, I see you on, um, you know, on social media all the time. You are the social media manager for um, StreamYard. You're going, we were just talking in the green room. You're going to be at Social Media Marketing World. So if any social media professionals are watching this, um, go check and find her um, at the booth for StreamYard and meet up with Julie. You and I have met in person and oh, it's yeah. just lovely to make those connections. And if you've been watching the show, this was episode number three or listening to it. So far, every single guest I've had, I have met in person, guys. Um, yes, I met them on social media and then, you know, further that relationship by meeting in real life. And there's just something amazing about getting face to face with people. So Julie, I'm going to let you go. I know you have several other um, shows and live places to be today. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for those who are watching. Jumped in real quick with wherever you were. And I'll be back next week with Tim Campbell-Smith and, uh, you know, another guest Tuesdays at 10. Thank you so much for being my guest, Julie. And um, I can't wait. I'll see you uh, in March in San Diego. I know. I'm excited. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everybody.